Welcome to the Mold Matters Podcast. Whether you are looking for help recovering from mold illness or just want to learn more about creating a safe environment for your family, this podcast is the place for you. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another podcast of Mold Matters. Um, I'm your host, Jeremy Evans, along with Mike Adams. How are you today, Mike? I am great. Good, good. to be here. Yeah, good to be here. It's been a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's been a couple of few weeks. Yeah. Um, been busy uh, remediating mold. And yes, we've we been have. busy helping train people to remediate mold, correct? Yes. And out of yeah. town, so I'm back and in town. Mike, I was actually talking to someone just yesterday. They were asking about the history, you know, how, how we got into mold. And I told him it was by accident, basically. Yeah, it was. And uh, it was funny. I was like, you know, 15 years ago, or, or whenever it was, you know, when we when when you got into it, you weren't intending to get into mold and just kind of fell into fell into your lap in a mm-hmm. sense. Or, or yeah. Stum- Anyways, I stumbled into it. Yeah. Yeah, you stumbled into mm-hmm. it, and I said, yeah. In those beginning years, we didn't know anything about mold. No. Like nothing. Didn't. No. And. And then I said, but fast forward to 2021 and Mike Adams, the current owner of our company, is like, he is is like a world-renowned expert on mold now. I don't know about world. world? I'd say (laughs) city-renowned. Yeah, you're humble. A lot of people in Layton know about me. You're humble. You're humble. (laughs) We should at least say U.S. renowned. You're becoming well well known. In you know there is a, there is another. I think I talked to you about this. There is another Mike Adams mm-hmm. in oh, the yeah. in the health world. Yeah, that that is called the the health ranger. The health ranger. That's right. Yeah, and his name is Mike Adams. And they tell me that we actually look a lot alike. Really? As well. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Was I, I had one licensee of ours try to accuse me. I mean, nicely, but accuse me of. That really is you, and you're not telling us. <laughs> no, I'm not, not nearly that clever or that smart. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was filling in for you a couple of weeks ago, being a, a guest on a podcast for, for a health practitioner. Uh-huh. And this and a caller called in wondering if you were Mike Adams, the health the ranger. health ranger, yeah. And uh, I had to say no, and then he kept going off on Mike Adams, the health ranger. but. Uh-huh. So yeah, yeah. You'll, you'll catch up to him in popularity. Yeah, yeah, we will. <laughs> we'll come together, the two of us. Yeah. We've digressed sufficiently, Mike. Okay. I think uh, we'd like to introduce our topic Yeah, today. I would like you to pronounce it instead <clears throat> of me. Well, it's not as bad as serratia marcescens that we had to practice for right. like a week. Right. But today we're going to be talking about, well, I sh- let's not even talk about the F word right now. The, the F, F word? Flore- yeah. <laughs> F- fluorescence. Yeah. We- we we call it the F word. Yeah, <laughs> fluorescence is 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 not the only thing we're going to talk about. I guess right. if we put an umbrella over what we're going to talk about today, <clears throat> the 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 topic matter would be things that look like mold but aren't. Right. And we run into that a lot. Um, customers will call us and they'll be worried about you know something that they can't identify. Uh huh. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. If this is a good time to tell a story, but we did have a story. Um, is actually Brandon from our office went out on a bid, and the lady had some white stuff um, right below her washing machine, and she was worried that it was mold, and she had read enough about mold to know she shouldn't disturb it, you know, until she knows what she's dealing with. So she called us, and Brandon went out to talk to her, and he looked at it, and (laughs) 
the way he tells the story, he, he just kind of picked up a little bit between his fingers and smelled it. And he said, that's Tide detergent. <laughs> so In powder form? In powder form, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thought it might have been a white mold. He right? thought it might have been a white mold. Which yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know, that's a good point. I mean, so many people think green and black and gray for mold, but yeah. they never even suspect white mold. That's true. That's and true. So, and that yeah. also makes it really, really hard to find sometimes. Yeah. Because you're looking for the black in a home, especially if somebody's sick in the home and you're trying to figure out, do I have, a, you know, a, a elevated mold load? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I did a house. I can't remember if I told this story before, but I did a house where I could not see a thing anywhere, and I looked really, really hard throughout the whole home. Uh-huh. And um, finally I got into the crawl space and kind of laid on my back and was scooting along. And the crawl space was only two or three feet clearance. Oh, wow. But underneath the floor was insulation batting that had the paper covering on it. And uh, it had white splotches everywhere. So that home did have an elevated mold load. It just happened to be a white mold. Yeah. So yeah. if all their trim is white in the home, all the walls are white, it's hard yeah. to see. Yeah. And and this is actually a decent segue because <coughs> just I'll share my own story. Uh, what was it, two weeks ago when I came into your office and showed you some pictures mm-hmm. of that crawl space? Yeah. I go into this crawl space, and, and it was a good four-foot clearance. And, man, it reeked down there. The, it was it was mildewy, moldy, musty, really stunk. The air, the before air tests that were taken in this house were really bad. And so I go down in there, and I, I'm not seeing a whole lot. And, you know, I realize I'm walking on, like, kind of a white, I mean, it looked like a white powder over all the gravel that was in the crawl space. I get walking, and, I, and then I got thinking, I'm like, I wonder if I'm walking on mold because it is really stinky in here. Yeah. So I took pictures, I, I brought them back to you, and this is where we got into this, uh, me personally, this is where I got into efflorescence. You immediately yeah. were like, you asked me, or do you remember the question you asked me? I think I asked you, was it, was it crunchy? Yeah. Yeah. Like, like Captain Crunch. Like Captain Crunch, yeah. <laughs> like, was it crunchy or powdery and, and soft? And I was like, no, it was, it was hard. And yeah. it, it, like even the, the gravel, it was hard to, because I took a sample, I was going to yeah. send it to the lab, and I could hardly break it loose. Yeah. And so that's a sign of efflorescence. efflorescence. Yes, the F yeah. word. Yeah. Yeah. So, do you mind um, explaining what efflorescence is? Yeah, I. Um, I'm not a chemist, but I, I do kind of understand what it is, and it throws people a lot. They think it's mold. Um, you see it a lot on basements or crawl spaces that have either a cement foundation or a cinder block foundation. Mm-hmm. And essentially, what's happened is. The foundation has has been exposed to lots and lots of water. It saturates the cement or the cinder block, whatever. And as it saturates it, it kind of brings the salt to the surface. And then when it starts to dry out, it leaves a salt or a salt stain behind. And it's white. It looks it looks like it could be mold, and people associate it with mold because they think, well, I had water damage here. It's likely mold. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing I will say about that, or the one thing I will say about that is, generally speaking, cement is a really poor food source for mold. Mm-hmm. So if I ever see white on cement, my first thought is not mold, it's fluorescence. Mm. But, um, I mean, you need to make sure. 
what you're dealing with, but it it throws people a lot. So it's it's basically salt deposits. Is yeah, what you're saying. salt and mineral. Yeah, salt and, salt and mineral deposits. Yeah. Um, are they in and of themselves dangerous? Not at all. Hmm. Not the least. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I will say, kind of piggybacking off what you said, you know, in this particular situation in this crawl space. Yes, indeed, it was not mold, mm-hmm. but. <clears throat> What we determined is there was a flood of this crawl space from a, a broken sprinkler line just outside the, the house, mm-hmm. and it flooded there. <clears throat> there was certainly mold in there. Yeah, you know Based that from just the smell. Just yeah. the smell, um, and, and probably under the salt deposits or, you know, even at the, in this house, you know, the soil. Uh, who knows where the mold was, but it stunk. Mm-hmm. And... You know, in in my situation, we ended up remediating that house because yeah. certainly it had mold. It just those particular white, you know, deposits were not mold. Right. So I guess that's yeah. a good distinction to make. Yeah. There's still undoubtedly mold, if in many cases, because there's been a lot of water, probably. Right. I had a I had an experience just a couple of weeks ago. We had a licensee call me and he sent me pictures of I think I showed you the pictures of this white stuff under a crawl space. Oh yeah. And yeah. the the flooring. I think it was in the kitchen area, was, had water stains. It was a hardwood floor, had water stains, and you could tell there was mold on the top. But underneath, in the crawl space, the pictures he sent me was, it was white. And I asked him, I said, was it soft or hard? Or In fact, I think I said, was it like, does it feel like Captain Crunch? Is it crusty? And he, and he uh, texts texted me back and he said no it's not crunchy at all it's kind of soft and uh mm. i said well and he sent me pictures and the, the crazy thing was 90 percent of it looked really smooth like it had been applied almost like a spray-on insulation type of deal yeah so um i said to him well you, you got a couple of options one option would be would be take a take test send it to the lab the other thing is just kind of a trick of the trade is you can just spritz or apply just a little bit of bleach to it. And if it reacts either by disappearing or shriveling up or doing something really crazy, just about guarantee it's mold. Mm. So that's what he did. He said it acted really crazy when he put the bleach on and started to shrivel up and and start to disappear. And I said, well, it's it's mold. Yeah, that's a great little trick. I've, I've uh, used that trick I- in, uh, I'm thinking of an attic right now, but yeah. I ended up, you know, uh, applying some some bleach. Just if it disappears. Well, I there was definitely some mold, um, and then I went to a different section of the attic, thinking this other part was mold, mm-hmm. and, and went over it. Yeah. No change. Yeah. Nothing. I, I think yeah. it was just dirt or some kind of markings that were on the the, right. uh, the plywood, and so I think that's a great. I mean. You know, if you want to just do a couple droplets, you can actually probably just do it, like you said, a little spray. Uh-huh. You don't have to yeah. get too much. Yeah, I think that's a great trick. In fact, speaking of plywood, do you want to share? Uh, th- sometimes plywood throws people off. Yeah, uh, it really it, does. You can you can get tricked into thinking something's mold on plywood when it's not. Have you had that experience? Yeah, and, and when I've been tricked, what it, what it usually is is you'll notice on plywood – Whatever lumber mill makes the plywood sheet, um, they'll print either their brand or they'll print some specs on it. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that printing process is necessarily that great, and sometimes they'll splatter ink mm-hmm. spots on it that look just like mold. I mean, it looks yeah, it looks just like 
like black mold yeah. on that sheet, and that will throw you. So be careful. Um, don't fall for that if somebody says that's that's mold. It may be, but make sure they test it. Um, don't distrust them because it could also be just the ink from whatever the lumber lumber manufacturer printed on that yeah. sheet of uh, plywood. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, another, you know, kind of back to the, the bleach trick. Sometimes sometimes I can't tell if something's dirt yeah. or if it's mold. Yeah. And like, like you said before, I mean, you can always take a sample of it and send it to a lab. Yeah. Um, the other the other thing is if you look really really <coughs> close and I'm I'm getting too old that I don't have good <laughs> enough eyes but if it's if it's if there's some fuzziness to it yeah it's pretty pretty guaranteed as mold yeah I agree yeah I'll uh, just just last week I there was a bunch of mold uh, in this house I mean it, it was there was a flood <coughs> in the basement and then there was black stuff showing up all around the baseboards right I, I don't think I needed to and it stunk in there. So, I mean, there were lots of signs that it was mold, but there was some on the door, too, that was a little different color. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, it's got to be mold, too. Well, I got closer, and it really did just actually look like dirt. I mean, it looked yeah. like... Yeah. And, and then, in contrast, I got closer to the black stuff on the baseboards, like real close with my yeah. flashlight. Right. And, yeah, I could see just little fuzzies. Yeah, there's nothing in nature that's going to make those little fuzzies except for mold. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. So... And, then, and and that's maybe not even a foolproof test either because some mold doesn't look fuzzy. Right. But yeah. but often it is, and that's a good way to yeah. to figure out if it is mold or not. Yeah. Um, another thing, you know, a, a false mold. I don't know if that's even a good way to say it, but we've we've done a previous podcast on bacteria. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes, sometimes you think bacteria is mold. And yeah. Yeah, especially in bathrooms. Yeah, you see it a lot, um, and and not you know from our standpoint and the way we remediate, it doesn't matter to us. I mean, yeah, be, whether it's bacteria or whether it's mold, our process is going to take care of the problem. Yeah, but it is important to understand that bacteria can just as mold emits mycotoxins, bacteria emits endotoxins, and I guess more more accurately, exotoxins yeah. that can can be pathogenic as yeah. well. Yeah, so the serratia marcescens that we talked about, yeah. kind of pink and orange. And that, there's another one. We were just talking to our microbiologist friend last week, yeah. and he said there's another. Doctor, Dr. Crook. Dr. Crook. Yeah. He said there's another common mold that's in bathrooms, and I can't remember the I name. I can't remember it. the name either. But, but he said it's often pink and, and orange as well, but yeah. it's not serratia. So, yeah, I mean, from a health standpoint, I don't know that it matters, but if you were to take a sample of that orange stuff, send it to a, a you know, a microbiology lab and tell them to do a mold test, yeah. it would come back negative, right. but there's still probably a health, you know, problem. Yes. You know, the, the whole health of the home isn't ideal. Yeah. So yeah, that's a good one. Another one. Um, I mean, we could maybe mention, you know, just, just water stains mm-hmm. and, uh, water damage signs. Um, I think they're a good indicator that, there's potential. I mean, there's probably some mold, mm-hmm. but you know, actually thinking of this uh, this basement that or this crawl space I was talking to you about, you could see exactly where the water line of the flood was, right? Because it yeah. went all the way around the baseboard, yeah. and when it receded, that efflorescence was left behind the salt. But that's pretty common in 
it's lucky. Water will leave its mark in many cases. Yeah, it's just it's almost like I, mean, I don't know if this is a good example or not, but it's almost like a bathtub ring. Yeah. Right. So yeah. the water is going to recede eventually, but <coughs> dirt or oils or whatever dust, maybe sits on top. Yeah, dust sits on top, and it's going to leave it's going to leave a water mark yeah. right there. Yeah, and so <coughs> I mean, I think that's not mold necessarily. Sometimes sometimes rust. You know, I see rust quite a bit too, mm-hmm. and that's not necessarily a mold. Um, so I think being fooled into thinking that's mold isn't good. But at the same, on the same, t- in the same vein, it's probably telling you there's some mold somewhere. Yeah, it may be yeah. behind that wall, or it may be not even visible yet. Sometimes mold takes a while to become visible. It just kind of stays in that small, yeah. invisible spore form. The colonies are small. So and honestly, um, you know, Jeremy, I, f- I feel like I should point this out when when we're talking about the overall health of a home. Um, I think a lot of people get caught up into trying to locate the, you know, the great big area with mold. Yeah. And sometimes it's not like that. Sometimes you can have a really really um, heavy or high mold load in a home, mm-hmm. and it's the cumulative effect of a bunch of little areas. Yeah. of the mold um, and so you're not going to find a gold mine necessarily of mold but that's still a very unhealthy home yeah yeah I totally agree I was just thinking this morning on, on the way here in my truck I was I was thinking you know when when people start getting sick in their homes and they don't see it yeah they don't see the mold their first their first reaction because of TV is oh it must be behind my walls because I can't mm-hmm. see it and I'd say that's the case sometimes, but not nearly as often as what you're saying. No. Would you agree? I absolutely agree. I think that I, I think that is one of the biggest myths of mold is that if you have surface mold, for whatever reason, people think, oh, that's that's growing right through my walls. That's yeah. coming from the inside, and and very very seldom is that actually occurring. Yeah, yeah, way less than people think. Yeah. There's the horror stories if you open up the wall and it's everywhere. Right. But usually it's just everywhere in those little pockets and factories that you always talk about. Right. Throughout the house. Yeah. You know, emitting mycotoxins. Yeah. Spores and making you sick. Yeah. And so anyways, do we want to, you know, that's a pretty good overview. Can you think of any other like hidden, um, I don't know, things that you think are mold but aren't? They kind of trick you. I've been tricked by like... um, a smoker's home where the house was purchased by a, a company that flips homes mm-hmm. and they went through and just repainted everything and then like the smoker cigarette stains uh-huh. from like the tar or the nicotine starts to starts to work itself back to the surface kind of uh-huh. and I don't know I don't know the physics or the science of how that works yeah. but I know it's a problem yeah and if you don't seal when you're repainting a smoker home if you don't seal it correctly it's going to keep bleeding back through that tar state it's not it's not obviously not mold but it it can throw you like like yeah something it's a stain and so that's one of the first thoughts you have is is that that mold growing there oh yeah interesting yeah and then you know we talked yesterday a little bit we were having a conversation about mold versus mildew right some people say you know it's pretty common hey can you tell me if this is mold or mildew? If it's mildew, I'm not or, worried yeah, about it. Yeah, I like this one. I, I, that's just mildew. Don't worry about that. I like that one a lot. <laughs> yeah. That's that's usually a 
that's usually a landlord or a property owner. Yeah. Trying to downplay the the significance of the mold. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've looked at that. That's just mildew. Yeah. Which it's that's just completely false. Yeah. If it's mildew, it's it's a it's a fungus that's not good, right? Right. I right. Mean, and it really I. Uh, in fact, you and I were talking about this. I don't think mildew is a word that should ever even be used when talking about indoor mold or uh-huh. indoor environment at all. Mildew, mildew is is a powdery mildew that happens on plants in the agricultural world. Yeah. Mildew is not really a thing that happens inside a house. It's if you think you have mildew in your home, you don't. You have mold in your home. Yeah. 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 So I guess I guess if you find mildew in the home. That's not a false mold. It's. I know. Growing up, my mom used to say those towels smell mil- mildewy. Yeah. And I think she felt good about that. Way better than saying those towels smell moldy. moldy. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah. That's so true. Mom liked that word mildewy. Yeah, those <laughs> towels are mildewy. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, the first four letters of mildew are mild. Yeah. So it makes you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. That's not a problem. That's just. It's just. Mm, and mild is only one letter away from mold, though. That is a good point, Jerry. So. That's a great point. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's a pretty good overview. I mean, I think these are really helpful things as you're trying to. This may be a, a podcast more geared towards someone who's a professional, or you know, in the professional world of mold remediation. But but even just you know, I guess a, a, a homeowner. Yeah, a homeowner trying to going around their house, on. like yeah, because yeah, yeah. you know, back to this efflorescence example I just had last week or a couple weeks ago. I mean, it was a real estate transaction, and man, they were panicky when they're like, "Yeah, how do we get rid of all this white stuff?" You know, yeah. just panicking. If you're, if you're listening, I encourage you to to Google efflorescence actually and look up pictures. I mean, you can find all kinds. Do of Do not pictures. Google the f word. No, <laughs> no, that's just our internal joke here. <laughs> and you told me yesterday, yes. don't Google toenail fungus. Do yes, that's another <laughs> one. Do not Google. That's, <laughs> Which I didn't do. I good for you. Advice. Yeah, yeah. I accidentally stumbled onto it, <laughs> and uh, I was looking for something else, and I just yeah. it just got away from me, and <laughs> I couldn't. It was like a train wreck. I couldn't not look. <laughs> <laughs> I, I am not going to look that up. It was rough. Yeah, but efflorescence definitely an interesting. There's all kinds of Google photos, and you can kind of see um, what it looks like. So if you encounter it, you can. Be be armed with information and maybe some visual images that will help you. So again, the the spelling right is E F F L O R essence. Essence. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Essence. That'll, that'll get you close. Yeah. I always, you know, I always look up the words and kind of where they came from. Uh-huh. Essence is an ending that you know that you hear on a lot of words, and it means becoming. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. But I looked into efflorescence, and it's from the French word, which means flowering out. And I don't okay. know if the salt is, you know. Emerging. Fl- yeah. Emerging and yeah. flowering out to the surface of, you know, cement or rocks or brick or whatever. But Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Interesting etymology for the day. Yeah. So um, I think that's probably a good, good yeah, that's great. place to wrap up, Mike. Yeah. Um, thanks for joining, and I uh, hope you enjoyed, and we'll uh, – We'll have another one of these here in a couple weeks. We'll we'll talk uh, we'll talk mildew soon. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. See you guys. Thanks for listening to the Mold Matters podcast. Be sure to subscribe for more in-depth information on mold illness and recovery.